Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Ashland. Yeah. The show, the show where we talk about whatever we want because it's our show and, and not yours. yours. <laughs> <laughs> this is Andre, Lisa, and Ian. How are you guys doing today? Hi, we're here. We're here. It's so fun. You know, I'm, I think you should start doing the intro. You're so much better than I am. We we can trade off. I mean, I no, I feel like I've been doing it for years. I think you should start doing it. I'm kind of like I wander into the room and forget that we're doing a podcast. I sound like possibly I need to get a memory test. So I think it should be you. Okay. Right. Is that going to be reflected in my my pay or? Yes. You will get more <laughs> of nothing. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds and good. A Double or. nothing. Double nothing and a corner office. Hey. But the corner office is at your house and you have to provide it. <laughs> right, right. Pay for my meals. Got it. Work. Bring my own bowl. Yes. Bring your own bring spoon. Your own bowl. Look what he said. <laughs> he said, bring your own bowl. We have exactly. inside jokes on the show now. Oh, I love it. Um, I don't know about you guys, but every time we we don't do a podcast for more than a week, it feels like a million things happen and I haven't seen you guys for 79 years. Currently, the vice president, the vice president, vice president debate is happening. Right now. And I right can't wait now. to see what happens after I after we log off here. But a lot has happened with with everything. Trump. Yes. Um, let's just dive right into it. So he got the Rona. Yeah. This happened <laughs> the first of October. Yes. And for once I was not the harbinger of death. I was the harbinger of good news. Yes. Because I was I was just I not only I did not only send it to you guys, but I sent it to everyone I knew. I just said Trump got the Rona or Trump is positive, and they were like, Oh my fucking God. And I wanna know what you guys think about it because I personally have been kind of going back and forth day to day on whether or not he actually has it. I at first was like, it seems, <laughs> honestly, it seems too good to be true. And also like, I love that the 2020 writers are trying to give the Rona like a redemption arc at this point. Sure. Um, but a lot of people were pointing out how like, it looks really good for him if he is like, comes out of this unscathed and whatnot. And that's what I was thinking until like literally everyone else around him started to get it. And then the video of him like gasping for air at the White House steps came out. And I'm just like, okay, I'm pretty sure he has it. Well, my new CNN channel is Claudia Conway's TikTok. Um, oh, and, yeah. and she's giving me all the tea that I need. It's piping fresh. Between you and Claudia Conway, I feel like I don't need to cable anymore. I feel like that's my CNN and my MSNBC and my Atlantic mm -hmm. articles that I just stopped reading. So according to Claudia Conway, like this shit is real mm -hmm. and I'm going to trust her. She's a 15-year-old girl who doesn't give a fuck. And uh, her father is George Conway, who fucking hates 45. And her mama, uh, Skeletor, works for um, dipshit. So... Right. She is so over the shit and just doesn't care. I feel like the unfettered brain of a 15-year-old is exactly where I should be getting my news from in 2020. And I'm trusting that it's real. And seeing him gasp like a goldfish flopping around there in front of the White House just made me feel good. And I know. I know what you're all going to say. It's evil to wish um, ill upon some. But, but it's also evil to take away uh, people's rights and give women hysterectomies without their consent and allow let 200,000 people die on your watch yes exactly. I mean that's pretty evil shit so die bitch I'm kind of with Michael Che on SNL I wish him a very lengthy recovery mm. <laughs> um I don't I don't feel bad that he got it at all I mean like it just seems it just 
again, just the poetic justice of it all. Yes, it's beautiful. And I said on Twitter, like, a COVID-19 outbreak in the White House is, like, the perfect setup for a high-stakes season finale. It really like, is. this is where 2020 is heading. And my, I don't want to say conspiracy theory because this shit is, like, actually happening. It's not a joke. But, like, I think he's he's had it a lot longer than... Oh, me too. Like, the 1st of October. Yeah. I think... Fuck yeah. I think yeah. he's had it since before the debate, honestly. Yeah. I, I do too. Like... Cause they, cause they offered. I don't know if you guys know, but at the debate, they offered to test them, rapid test them both. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden did it. He didn't because they showed up late, so they didn't mm-hmm. have time to give him a test on purpose. That so yeah, I yeah. feel like here's what's oh. going on. I feel like some of this is calculated. I think twenty percent of this is calculated because he got uh, elected and no one was prepared for him again. It was to re-energize his brand, right? So the Trump brand brand needed re-energizing. And Papa Putin like had some fish to fry, like you know, li- you know, uh, lift the sanctions, all the old death cult, um, flattened um, penises, old men in the White House needed their money, so they were so shocked, and I think they've just been—they literally were advertising for staff jobs on Craigslist, like no fucking shade. They didn't even go Glassdoor. They didn't even know to go Glassdoor or Indeed right. or or anything, or even like call somebody up on the hill and like vet people. So this is how this administration runs. And I feel like 20% of this by now, they, they ratcheted it up to 22% by 2020. <laughs> I feel like he's had it. I feel like they try to spin it, and it's not going to work. So I do feel like he has the Rona. I, I really do need um, – I would love for Trump to die of it. I would love for Stephen Miller to die screaming and gasping. Well, he couldn't scream if he was gasping. Um, in Wait, front so of he, his he has it too? Stephen Miller has Steve it too? Stephen Miller has it. Wow. I have to tell you, the universe, she is a tricky bitch. Like, (laughs) yes, 200,000 people died. And I mean, I'm an atheist. I don't believe in God. But I just feel like the universe is just like, nah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, the universe is going, ah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I mean. I'm on, I mean, I'm on the same wing. Like, I, I also think like he's a lot worse than they're leading on. I oh, I do. Think, like, I really do. Well, that's what you I mean. Were at the time today. of this yeah. podcast, Trump has not appeared on camera for the last forty-four hours mm-hmm. wow. as of this podcast that we are recording on Wednesday, October seventh at eight forty p.m. Eastern Time. He has not been seen on camera. I don't think. The other thing is there is already a medical unit in the White House, so the fact that they had to like helicopter lift him into Walter Reed which is also not that far away from the White House. I think there is a there is an, an element of calculation, like, for sure. Like, he goes on Twitter and says he has it, and then the next day he's helicopter-lifted to Walter Reed. Then he does the joyride that endangers the lives of whoever's driving, driving that limousine. Yes. And now we don't know where he's at, what he's doing. Apparently he's already back in the Oval Office, even though the White House staff is just, like, catching this thing left and right. It's just... And then I, his press secretary has it. Okay, okay. She's got it. Yeah. There's just the whole string of people around him. Here's the thing. Like, Herman Cain kept doing, to the very bitter end, Herman Cain was like, I don't have it, I don't have it, I don't have it. Even his family's unremorseful even after his death. I feel like even if uh, Dipshit45 does croak, I just feel like there's just going to be a whole bunch of people who are just for years going to just not believe it. I wonder how bad oh, yeah. it is now because isn't he supposed to be in like the critical phase and he just skipped out of the hospital? I haven't been following any of this because I, feel I just like unplugged. He, no, I feel yeah. Um, so the the word on the street 
is that you know he's in some pretty he's in a pretty serious downturn. And that's he's from been, Conway. Yeah. Right. So yeah. yeah. Kind of like that's the tea coming from there. She's like, oh no, he's not fine. Like wow. he's not fine. And yeah. he was in this video that you said you saw. He was literally gasping for breath. Yes, when he, he was climbing the White House steps. Mm-hmm. He turns around. He takes off his mask, mm-hmm. and he is like visibly gasping for air. Yeah, yeah. And now that's not his normal wow. Adderall sniff. I know it by now. It's like, and then unremorseful statement. This was not an Adderall sniff. This was literally gasping for air. Wow. There's also that video. I mean, there's so many things that happened. There's that video of him. I don't, it, it wasn't like in the hospital. It was somewhere else where he was basically like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. But you can like clearly <laughs> see that it's edited mm-hmm. as if to edit out all the coughing. Yes. Because it edits and his his shoulders are a little higher than normal. Like I, people just, on TikTok are, cuts, are cuts, analyzing. Wow. Yeah. It's like analyzing they don't even the know how to like, like, like this is what they're, you guys have all these conspiracy theories and QAnon and all that shit. This is what their conspiracy looks like. They're so lazy and so bad at this. They're so bad at being Nazis. They're terrible at being authoritarians. They're terrible at all of this. Like, no one was prepared for this. It wasn't like some master plan. No. Like, the Third Reich, they had uniforms. They had a credo. You know, they wrote a book. They had meetings. They had brown shirts before they became black and red and white, you know, uniforms. Like, they had a whole thing. These motherfuckers are just flying by the seat of their pants. And now, Twitler has this coronavirus. He may pull out of it. I don't know. But I feel like we're in this place and we are really in this place and they're just, they're trying to spin it in any way they can. They're trying to hang on to whatever, but I I don't, I don't think it's going to end How does Pence not have it? I don't know. I'm surprised this hasn't run through that administration a lot sooner. Why is it taking so long? Maybe everybody's had it and they were asymptomatic and now it's just kind of like, blossoming because you just you keep getting that viral load pardon the expression yeah. i use that very close to the name of pence anyway you keep getting <laughs> that viral load over and over and over again and after a while like the exposure like you could get a test on tuesday right go out tuesday afternoon after you get that testing and, and still catch it right remember, yeah. so all of these people who have been ha ha haing and spitting in each other's mouths or what do they do at mar um, whatever they do at mar-a-lago um take a dump on each other or whatever they do they just after a while you're just the bullet is gonna get you, so I don't know. Well, it started. It. It's there was that ceremony for Amy Barrett, the Supreme Court, Supreme Court pick, whatever, and it's not being called a super spreader event because there's video of it, and everyone is. It was an outside and inside event. No one was wearing masks. They're handshaking. They're laughing. They're wow. hugging each other. And now, <laughs> a couple of days later, people are are starting to get sick. Yeah, so <laughs> Kellyanne is standing next to Bill Barr. So Skeletor is yeah, looking Yeah, Bill at, Barr should be getting it soon, too. So Ke- Skeletor is standing there next to straight Elton John, and they're, like, right mouth to mouth, like right, like like they're yeah. almost about to kiki. And so I'm just like, they keep playing these tapes of what all happened. And, again, this is what I don't want the Democrats to do. I, I've learned a long time ago not to take the high road. I love you, Michelle, but nah, nah, we ain't doing that. Fuck them. Fuck them in their eyes. Seriously. You have gotten people killed. It's a different time when she said that, yeah. You have blood on your hands. And now Michelle is saying it is what it is. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I I find this hilarious. I think it's the just way for this, this presidency to end after he's gotten so many uh, thousands 
of people killed. And I feel like it's like this is what happens when you do this shit. I think it'll be a great cautionary tale. So at this point, a lot of people are going, oh, my God, I just want him to, like, recover and get voted out and Hell go to no. prison. He ain't Fuck going that. to prison. He ain't going to prison. Y'all no, think this motherfucker's no. going to go to prison. So I think death is probably a great way for him to go out. I'm for it. No, there's there's no way that he'll ever answer for his crimes. I mean. No. No, he won't. The no. people who are, like, coming up with this, like, they don't. There's the people on the left who just say dumb shit like this. Like, he's going to get his justice certs. We watched Mueller, Mueller just be nothing. We watched impeachment the impeachment be nothing. Be nothing. Yeah. We've watched crime after crime after crime and every motherfucker around him. And this virus came in and said, I don't give a shit what you believe in. And yeah. here we are. S- skimping on his income taxes, nothing. Mm-hmm. He paid $700. Encouraging his supporters to watch people at the polls, which is illegal. Nothing. Yes. No consequences. No nothing. Made fun of Hillary Clinton when she had pneumonia and was barely able to walk to the car. Made fun of a handicapped reporter. Grabbed women by pussies. He's raped, you know, allegedly, supposedly, um, 30 women and counting. Um, bye, bitch. Yeah, it's just (laughs) just the irony, like the perfect irony is beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. They teach you this at film school. Like this is like (laughs) it's very beautiful. Yeah, I don't know. It's a lot. Yeah, I I, I hope really quick about the debate. I didn't watch it because I knew exactly what what it was going to be. And it turned out exactly what it it was going to be. Same. I didn't I was not surprised about the white supremacist thing. I was just like, are we are we surprised? The one thing that I was getting like really like annoyed by was like the rest of the world's reaction. Like, cause like, I mean, like being in America and watching this debate is like on, on the surface level, like kind of funny, but then anything below that, it's just like terrifying. Cause this is what we have (laughs) at this point. This is what we have. And then like, reactions from the rest of the world are just like yeah this is y'all's president this is like blah just like laughing about it i'm just like y'all this is terrifying it is terrifying i don't find it funny i think his death would be hilarious um i think it's just desserts i think it's more important than just a joke i think it's beyond a meme i think this is what you fucking get and no none of this is funny to me it's terrifying it's been terrifying it's terrifying now what alito and Thomas are trying to do with same-sex marriage. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. terrifying. You know, that's not just about two people who can't get married. That's about rights. That's about access to wealth, health care, safety. Yeah. That's about life and death, too. So, no, I don't find any of this fucking funny. Uh, but I am going to laugh at least for a good, solid half an hour if this motherfucker croaks or any of these other motherfuckers. But or, go, like go you ahead. say, dance naked in the streets. Oh, dance naked in the street. I and mean, y'all going to have to see it, neighbors. There's a lot of me to go around, but I just got to say, I just, I think we, the the cautionary tale that I had hoped for in 2016 was, okay, you guys wanted this, now you're going to get it. So that's been a long four years, and where I am now is, we know our institutions fail us, so I feel like, you know, you get what you get. It is what it is. That's what's going to be in his tombstone. I I thought it was going to be like years before the guy croaked, and we're going to be able to chisel that joke on his tombstone. If if this is going to happen, I'm I'm fine with it. But I, you know, it's like I believe if he lives, I still think in what 28 days he still has a very good chance of getting elected. I think this year has still more surprises in store. I think every time I bank yeah. on something being one way, it's never that way. 
mm-hmm. um, because they just every day get up and they just do fuck shit. It's it's yeah. the fuck shit White House every single fucking day, and they're going to find a way. Even if he croaks, there's going to be fuck shit with Pence. Yep. So, jaded party of one. You know, here <laughs> I am. <laughs> Love <laughs> just, it. You know what I mean? And then I some of these, hear. like some of these, some of these senators too, that hang out with him. Yeah, I guess their invitations uh, a little slow in the mail. Yeah, but they should be getting it too. Hopefully, I don't know. At least get maybe Stephen they Miller. maybe they've been instructed not to say anything because it's just it's just going to be Mitch bad McConnell, optics. If, like literally the entire GOP gets it. <laughs> I mean, because yeah. that's what it feels like. Yeah. But the world is a lot messier than that. So, again, yeah. 210,000 souls have left this planet. They're never coming back um, because people didn't know, weren't warned, were misinformed directly by this president. Directly, he's got blood on his hands. So, I just don't, I don't do that whole, oh, we shouldn't be that. Fuck that. I've never been that way. Yeah, he can no. fuck off. He can fuck off and die. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not here for uh, that. But I'm not watching the debate tonight. I'll probably watch the highlights. I'll probably watch Maya Rudolph and whoever's yeah. playing Pence this season. Is it going to be Beck? I think it's Beck. Yeah. So Real quickly, though, what did y'all think of Jim Carrey's uh, Biden? You know, he's always just Jim Carrey doing a guy. He was Is all Jim right. Carrey that ho- Carrey? The opening sketch was uh, weird. I mean, like, th- those opening sketches are always off, but I felt like. Carrie should have been better at it than he was. Maybe he's just been rusty for a minute, but it was a the whole thing was a bit off. It was okay. Mm-hmm. I just didn't feel like the gotchas were there. Baldwin's got uh, Trump dialed in, but I don't. I don't know. It's okay. I still. I don't know why they didn't get Jason Sudeikis to keep doing yeah. uh, Biden. I, I liked him just fine. I thought he was going to be. Carrie is. I like Woody Harrelson's Biden. I loved Woody Harrelson too. I think he probably did the best Joe I've seen so far. I don't know. I just. I find Jim Carrey distracting in general. Mm-hmm. He's all right. Yeah, yeah. I don't I know. I still have yet to finish that episode, so I gotta get. There. I'm st- I'm just still surprised that SNL went back to like actually being in the studio and and doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you get the testing, I guess it's. But it, there's always going to be that risk. I don't know. Yeah, we're seeing so many, we're so many, even more delays with movies that will come out for another year. Regal had to no, close all no, of its theaters. Yeah. No time to die is just, uh, I don't know, like that's probably a good decision. Opening with that around November, uh, no time to die. It's the title. The title is just like, oh fuck, yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, maybe they are literally like, it's no time for this movie to die. They're doing it what now, April of 2020, something like that. Or is it later than that? Twenty 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 something like that. They pushed it yeah. back again. Wow. They did. It was. A I was just. Su- I was just surprised that that movie was the tipping point for Regal. Like not like Black Widow or Dune or Wonder Woman. It was like uh, if, if the James Bond doesn't movie doesn't play this year, we can't survive. So we're well, just the reason close I think the that it was going to save them at the holidays, I kind of understand it because James Bond movies have such a wide. Um, they get a lot of mail from that sweet spot what is it 17 or 18 to you know yeah. 70 they get a lot of that there's all there's just a huge <laughs> fandom you know they've got that whatever that that mail. wide margin yeah male and then international audience too so i was yeah. not surprised i i was really expecting this movie to tank what was already fragile so i'm not surprised by that news yeah 
the I'm world. I see it. I hate to see it. I mean, like, n- in next season, nothing's going to come out. 2021 is going to be hand puppets and flashlights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and don't y'all celebrities yeah. even remotely motherfucking think of doing another motherfucking sing-along. I'm going to find y'all house. I will eat myself off this earth if I have I'm to watch t- another's. Uh, you know what? Just celebrities, just don't get involved, like, at all. You know, shut up. I love, up. I love that you're encouraging people to vote, but you know, we're that's we're good. Like, bitch, we don't you need know. you to tell us to vote. We're the ones suffering the consequences. You're you're good up in Malibu. You're good in the Palisades. You're all yeah. tucked up in the house in well, Sag Harbor, I mean, where the fuck you live. The rest yeah, of us, yeah. But I, like with some of those some of those payments, I mean, if they're not getting money in, money's still coming out. Hey, I don't. I really don't care. <laughs> I don't <So>. care. <laughs> fuck the celebrities. <laughs> fuck them all. That's my uh, favorite storyline of this year is how we all have just like realized just how much how annoying celebrities are in times of crisis. I kind of already knew, or it, just in general, just to a certain degree. But it really got to me this year. Like this year, yeah. it's like like we are a podcast that's supposed to recommend stuff that for you to watch. And I was totally into that. I was doing the war effort kind of like, here's what to watch. And I do have some recommendations on this podcast. Sadly, some of them are shit from like a couple of years ago. Why not? We're all going backwards in time. But sure. I just don't. I find that about 90% of what I sort of cared about before, I give like zero fucks about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like people's problems. I'm on my phone literally 10 minutes a day. You know? I don't, I, I check in and go, la, 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 la. And then I'm, I just don't care. And it's not that I've lost the will to live. There's just, there's stuff going on in our house <laughs> <laughs> right now that's kind of pulling focus. Right. I, I think even without the distraction, the distraction of a, an imminent baby, like literally there's going to be a newborn in our house either. That's like two days ever do right now. During this podcast or yeah. Could happen. by the weekend. Could happen. Soon after. Could be happening. Could step out of the podcast, open up the office door and be like, <gasps> it's happening. Catch. Yes, exactly. <laughs> We're all going to go on a family walk to the promenade tonight, all six of us and the dog, just because she needs to walk. The baby hasn't dropped. Mm-hmm. We're trying to hope for, you know, baby droppage. If not, she gets induced on Friday. I hear that's super not awesome. Um, still being reminded I'm not a real mom. Still doesn't hurt my feelings. Keep trying it. Feel nothing. Uh, <laughs> don't care. But I'm rooting for... Um, my little niece and her baby. I want it to all go smoothly. So we're going to take a big family not- walk at the promenade. I have not been to the promenade. When was it? It's been pre-COVID. Since February? you went with me? <laughs> Probably not. I'm <laughs> such a shut-in. It was last June. Do you know, um, but we've <laughs> driven by quite a few times. Sure, we take like the coast road to get yeah. home. So we can go, oh, the ocean's still there. Uh, but yeah, it'll be like, I'll be, I haven't been out of the house myself in a minute. And even they have been here and they're like, doesn't Lisa leave the house? Well, Lisa 56, she's the oldest person in the house. Lisa don't want to die. But tonight I'm going to wear my very thick mask and um, I'm going to go take a walk on the promenade with Good our family. You. And maybe a baby will be happening. And that's why we named her the Mac store. Anyway, I keep making these jokes. I don't think the <laughs> Filipinos get them or like the jokes or appreciate them. But I'm just being an just obnoxious crickets. bitch. I just keep going, tough room. And then just I keep making the jokes. And that's why we call her the Freeway 10. So she'll like that. Snaps. Yeah. I love it. But like when it. you're looking at the, kind of that, when you're looking at new life coming into the world, you're seeing everybody and how they show their ass. You see how your government is kind of made of Swiss cheese. 
you see that our cops have been infiltrated by uh, Nazis. You see all the police unions being so doubled and tripled down on to continue yeah. murdering black and brown people for just existing, taking out their garbage, sleeping in their beds. There was no justice for Breonna Taylor. I don't know. I just, uh, there's not a whole lot I can be bothered with giving a fuck about except for that I'm going to put my vote in and hopefully it'll get counted and hopefully there'll be a regime change. But I've become a cynic personified. I can't blame you. It's this year, man. We're all there. It doesn't mean that I don't have hope and I don't. I still have like a lot of hope for people. I still I love my friends more than I ever have. I care about people even more, probably more than I ever have in my life. I care about people right now. And I'm also ready just to tell people who don't matter to go fuck themselves. <laughs> Work. Yeah. Right. Well, what I want to tell happening? you guys this story and yes. it's not necessarily going to restore your faith in humanity, but sure. it is quite a messy and wild story and I thought I would tell it on the podcast. But to do it, I need to set you guys up. So I've been um, really getting into... I'm not really a spiritual person by any means, um, but my dad's girlfriend, Christina, is um, very spiritual in in, um, that she's very, like, universe-centered and she loves doing tarot and oracle decks and just kind of, like, aromatherapy and all of this stuff that I'm not used to. Um, And I used to be a complete skeptic about all of that stuff, but being around her is kind of, like opened my third eye with the crowbar, but I was basically complaining to her about what I was complaining about last episode, two, three years ago, um, about how I was like, I was just frustrated with the dating life and the, the Tinder and the boys and all, all that stuff. And she suggested that I try doing like an Oracle reading, which is basically where it's just an Oracle deck and you pick a card and it has like some sort of phrase or something that you can look up in a book. And it, can maybe guide you to some places in your mind that you weren't expecting or didn't know to go. So this one was like a, it was called moonology. So all of the cards are like kind of phases of the moon with Zodiac signs essentially. And I I picked it because I thought, I just thought it looked cool. So I did it. I picked up a card and the phrase on it said, um, a new romantic cycle begins. And I was like, Oh, and then under, under that there was the Zodiac sign of, uh, Libra. And I'm like, okay, I'm not a Libra, but I didn't know what it meant at the time. But I thought that was like pretty, a little ooky spooky considering that was the one thing that I was frustrated about with my life. And now this card, I read the the um, the the guidebook that comes with it. And one of the things that popped out was now was not the time to be impatient. And I, t- I took it and I was like, okay, work. I'm not going to be impatient. Cool. Um, that same night, I get a notification on my phone that I'm, I matched with someone on Tinder. And I was initially confused because I thought I deleted Tinder. But apparently with the <laughs> new iOS update or whatever, um, if you don't click delete app and if you click remove from library, it doesn't delete it. It just removes it from your home screen. So I thought I deleted it. It wasn't. But I got a match and I was like, I, again, I was already over Twitter, so I, I didn't pick it up until the person I matched with messaged me which never happens. I never get messages from the people that I match with. I'm usually the one sending the first message. And so I was like, okay, let me just see what this, what this guy wants essentially. And um, we started talking and it was kind of weird because it was like all of the things that I was frustrated with of people on these godforsaken dating apps 
all the things I was frustrated with, this guy was like doing in spades. Like he was like act, actually like carrying the conversation and asking me questions about myself and everything and everything. And I was like, oh, this is this is really, really new. So I just kind of went with it because I wanted to see where it would go. And really quickly, it was like, um, it ramped up very quickly. It was like, he was saying stuff like, um, like, I always follow my heart and whatever. And it's why I messaged you because I thought there was like a connection there or whatever. And the more he was talking, I was like, this is really kind of freaky. Because like my mind kept going back to the card and like the timing of it right. all was weird. And then I asked him, out of curiosity, what is your zodiac sign? And he says, oh, I'm a Libra. And that's when my mind was like, um, holy shit. Wait a second. Mm -hmm. And I flat out told him everything about the, the Oracle deck and like what I got and everything, what it said. And he said the same thing. He was like, wow, like that's amazing. Like, I can't believe, I mean, I knew there was something, there was a connection of like, it's great. It's great. And then the one thing that popped out at me was that, uh, this guy was also apparently in the military. So he was like on base and everything. And that stuck out to me because the one thing that annoyed me while I was dating is that I didn't want to be with a guy that was in the military because I didn't want to be moving every six months or like uh, him going on deployment for three years or whatever. And then my mind went back to the reading. Now is not the time to be impatient. So I was like, okay, let me apply that to the military thing. Because again, that was the one thing that was like kind of sort of a deal breaker for me. You don't love a man and in then uniform? You don't love a man with a PX discount? it's not that it's again it's like the moving thing and the deployment it's just I, it's just not something that i wanted i have i have no no problem with my man in uniform but mm -hmm. but so that happened all that started on friday now it's tuesday and he's sending me good morning texts which i have not gotten in like two years and at this point i'm like really into it i'm starting to get excited i haven't told anyone yet because i didn't want to like get anyone else excited um but then we're talking throughout the day the whole day and then we get to the evening and then um, I asked him, hey, do you want to talk on the phone? Like, actually, like, call each other. Because I'd love to, like, you know, know what your voice sounds like. You know, whatever. Um, and he says, oh, I wish I could, but um, I can't call people on base. Like, I can't, mm -hmm. you know, take a phone call or whatnot. Um, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I said, do you have any social media? And he says, I do, but I disabled it before I went on base because I didn't want it. It was like for security reasons is what he said. And I was uh -huh. like, oh, okay. Uh -huh. um, and then he acted like that he was kind of like weird. Secret, so he's, like, he's like he's a Navy SEAL or some shit on a secret message. For real, for you real. You don't like that well, girl. He, I don't work like that. Anyway, go ahead. That For real. Just and I was like, security. okay. So now like little small red flags are starting to come up. And I'm like, okay. And he sends me um, a picture of his military ID, and as as a, like a some sort of I guess proof. I guess he was getting the sense that I was like kind of getting suspicious, so he sent me a picture of his military ID and everything. Keep in mind, the guy that is in the profile picture is super attractive, super out of my league, not the kind of people that are interested in me in any way. But he sends me a picture of this military ID, and my heart sinks because it is so obviously photoshopped. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm just overthinking it. Let me reverse search this image on Google. And I did that, and I found six other images of the same ID card, but with altered information. Mm -hmm. And so I told him that, 
And he started getting really defensive, like, oh, what do you mean? Like, I hate when people doubt me and I, like, this is for real. This is actually my military idea, whatever, whatever. And then he says, I asked him, like, can you send me more pictures of yourself then? And he did. And one of them, I have to show you, one of them is a picture of like um, uh, a sign that says U.S. Army Air Base or something. And it has the address and everything. And I shit you not. He's photoshopped the guy onto the picture and superimposed it to look like he's standing in front of the sign. And it's so <laughs> poorly done. And I'm like, bro, this is not you. <laughs> this is fake. Why did you? And I'm still trying to like, why did you Photoshop yourself into that picture? And he's like, I don't know what you're House. talking about. And I'm like, okay, bro, you're not you. I get it. And then I just stopped talking to him. So... This is a wild story for many reasons, but I mean, at first I was like very like crestfallen, you know, because I, I I was like secretly being like, finally, like this is it. Like this is finally the guy I was looking for, whatever. And I was like, I was angry and sad about it for like a day. And now I'm just kind of over it. And now I love telling the story because I just love people seeing people's reactions. I but... hate it for you, though. I just I don't know. Like, OK, so who do we think the catfish is? Do we think this is um, a do you think the catfish is male or female or other? I don't I don't know. I don't know and I don't care. Honestly. Is like, this a sixty five year old housewife? Is this I honestly literally the age they say they are, but they're just not in their own estimation attractive? I probably that one, honestly. I think it's a guy that's around the same age that is just not um what he would perceive as conventionally attractive and he uses this guy's pictures to talk to people. Because he's lonely Here's the or thing something. I don't understand. I don't know. You you have to school me on this because it's been a minute since I've dated. But so, I never cared what anyone looked like as long as they were honest and they were genuine. Like the most attractive thing is about someone is that they are honest and genuine and polite mm -hmm. and nice. I liked because I dated so many assholes and so many just fucking jerks, both men and women, just like jerks. You know, I would date like the super masculine lesbian girl and she would have like a dude like I'm like, seriously, bro, don't be a macho asshole. Like all the different scenarios. Right. And I would just I just started looking for in my heart of hearts. Like, just be honest. Yeah. Uh, but part of me like wants to like write this person and go, who are you really? Like, I just want to know who you are. Like, yeah. Who are you? Because I mean, honestly, like if if he used his real pictures, it probably would not have changed a thing. I don't think it would have honestly, changed anything. because the way I measure whether I'm not whether or not I'm attracted in somebody is their personality. Of course, like I make I make snap judgments sometimes when I shouldn't based on just how someone looks. And then I immediately predict what kind of personality they have and whether or not I find that personality attractive. Then I decide if I find them attractive. Until I'm proven otherwise. You know what so I mean? So many stories go this way when the catfish reveals themselves and the person like gets over that kind of betrayal, right? But there's a lot of people who end up just seeing each other anyway. Yeah, it got started out of dishonesty, but like people lie in bars too. I mean, they're not lying about their face, but some people are like, I'm single when they're not or whatever. I make this much of money mm -hmm. and they're like, they don't make shit. Like there's a lot of lying mm -hmm. that goes on in face to face meetings. People do this kind of shit. So I wonder yeah. if this person knows that, you know, if they had revealed themselves, I could have still ended up with a friend or am I just being like completely clueless about how this works anymore? 
Are you just I mean, going, I personally uh. could probably not get over something like that. Even if the guy like messaged me now and like this is my real face, I would still be like, fuck you though. Cause like I don't I don't really understand the the kind of person you have to be to lead someone on for it was four whole days of us talking pretty much the entire day. And I don't know, it just weirds me out that there are people out there that are able to write the things that he wrote and not mean a single word of it. It was just I just I can't think you know can't that though. It. I don't think you can know that part. That they didn't mean in any of it? Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot yeah. of catfishes. I watch Catfish the show. I watched eight seasons of that show. And a lot I'm of I'm going to need them to come up in here and <laughs> find this guy. Seriously. You should just reach out. They're still making a show. But I just feel like this. some of these people, like they really want to make the person feel good. Some of them are mean. Some of them are just tragic. There's a lot of insecurities. There's a lot of people who just don't know that it's okay to just be themselves. There's just, it's almost, I'm not justifying this person like betraying you. I'm just saying. No, no, yeah. The world is plaid. Yeah. It know. was just a, it was just a very weird experience. I mean, just like, somebody listening I was, out there going, shut up, Lisa, let him be mad. And you should, you should, <laughs> you should. I agree. I, I was mad, but now I'm just over it. But I was just initially like, I, again, I was surprised because the, the pictures of the guy and it, I mean, like, like, really really attractive i mean like i'm not saying whatever but i mean like model attractive like and he was sending me pictures of this guy like at the beach without a shirt on and everything and i even at one point said i was like i typed and i was like hey um that body type is not mine and i just want to be like it's been a deal breaker in the past so i'm just gonna let you know right up front my body does not look like that and if that's a problem, just let me know and we can end it right here. But even that guy was like, no, that's not a problem for me at all. I don't I don't care about that. I just care about the person and whatnot. So, again, it was just like it just seemed like everything he was saying was like just to like gain my trust. And that's why I felt kind of like weird about it. You know what I mean? I'm so curious. I'm so curious now. Yeah. So that's my catfish story. Damn. I've had catfish experiences before, but it has never happened to this extent. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you didn't get hurt. I'm glad yeah. the person isn't a serial killer. And I really uh, hate it that someone led my Andre on. And I wish them bad karma. I don't wish that they yeah. should, like, die in the Oval Office gasping for breath. But I <laughs> wish, like, bad credit or something on them. <laughs> <laughs> bad credit. <laughs> just bad credit all day long. Just bad credit. Yeah. You go to clean your I guess the universe was just like, or I don't know. That was my thing. It was like, what is the universe trying to tell me? You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, exactly. <laughs> what else you got? Okay, so you you got catfished. What's what else is not? What else is? Well, you gotta be careful what you're saying in 2020 when you ask what else is happening because you're just you're walking into a manhole, open manhole. Exactly. So speaking of being catfished. well, I put you on on the last episode. I recommended uh to our listeners. Yes. And you've been watching and I haven't asked you for your temperature or your take on it because I wanted to talk about it on the show. I don't it's, know if Ian has been have like walked into the room as you're watching it. So I don't know if he has an opinion, but I don't even know what it is. He would love it. I think he would love it. It's, it's oh, is it the one that you're watching today? The drag queens. Oh, yeah. It's I just saw, a little, just saw that little clip. It was hilarious. It's Katya and Trixie. So I it's the way I start my day. Sometimes I just watch it like 
but I had this massive TV in my office because we had to do the TV shuffle. You know how we have 9,000 TVs. Right. So we have <laughs> yes. these guests in our house. The Best Buy section in your house, yeah. The Best Buy section, yes. We're going to have a sale, sale, sale. I've um, got like a 55-inch, about two and a half feet from my face right now. Right, and it's it's frozen on Money Heist. Um, I'll let you can't. We're not recording this, but you can see it. It's oh, massive. oh my <laughs> it's god! It's a fifty-five inch TV. So what happened was uh, this ended up in my office because of just the two large TVs and the third TV in the room didn't work. It was blocking out the sun, and I, I couldn't get to the uh-huh. window. We couldn't get to the <laughs> window to let the, the air sun. in, and I've chose my menopause over uh, entertainment. So we ended up with this one in here, and everybody who's everybody's got a closed door in my house. So they can rest at night because there's a lot going on. And we gave up our TV room for our guests because we don't, we have a small house. And everyone has their own TV. Our guests who are in the TV room have two TVs if they wanted to, you know, watch two things at the same time. And, and but just for, just because of sizing and fitting things on ledges and wherever they have to perch, I ended up with this in here. So I love it. And then we also moved because the people in my house, they live in, they're from the Philippines and like right, in, it's just hot as balls. They're like Satan's taint right there. They're freezing. It's 78 here, 74 <coughs> this week. It's Arctic winter for them. And oh I'm hot all the time. So we moved the air conditioner into my office and then I had this big screen and I'm not ever coming out of here. Like this is my <laughs> lair now. And I'm thinking yeah. I want to keep it this way. I think this is this is the new way. And I've ordered curtains, blackout curtains, thermal blackout curtains for my office. And they're arriving this week. And you will never see me again. I will just be in here doing the podcast. Even when you guys are not around, I'm just going to sign on and just do podcasts and <laughs> talk about my lair. <laughs> so your your thoughts on, uh. <laughs> my thoughts on, oh, oh, yeah, I forgot the fucking question. Um. <laughs> Every morning I get up and I have a, I watch, I think I say to myself, I want to watch one episode, right? I'm just going to watch one episode to set the day and end up watching five. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find their wisdom comforting. Some of it I relate to. Some of it I've experienced. Um, like when I get an erection and I tuck. No, just kidding. Um <laughs> I just like how it's not it's not just one joke set up after the other. Like they don't even they're they're on their own show and they're talking about stuff. I don't feel like Trixie nor Katya are show boating. It's hard to Mm -hmm. kind of explain this, but I feel like they're very down to earth, even though they're wearing nine thousand pounds of makeup. (laughs) I just find them very heartening and very positive. And then I learn a little something from them, you know. Yeah. What do you, I mean, like, I'm glad you well, turned I, me on to it. I totally love it. I'd say, you guys, if you want to, like, if you want to get up and reset your day and, like, change up your routine, I watch an episode of uh, every morning. Uh. And there's, like, 130 episodes of it because they've been going awesome. for, like, almost four years now. So it's, it's great. Amazing. But, no, I stumbled onto them because they just showed up on my YouTube feed. They showed up, like, the... um the the videos that they do with Netflix, like the queens who like to watch, where they they mm. watch something for Netflix. That's how I found them. And then uh showed up on my feed, and I started watching that, and I just like <laughs> became obsessed because their brand of humor is so identical to mine, and it is just it speaks to my soul the way they enter. It, to me, it 
I just see me and my friends hanging out and talking. Like that's what I feel when I watch them. Yes. Like, cause that's agreed. a very much like similar conversations that I've had with friends, but by drag queens who are incredibly hilarious. And I don't know. It's, it's just very comforting. It's become my background show. Um, I'm slowly, I'm, I'm slowly phasing them out and putting Shit's Creek back on because now the sixth season is on Netflix. So, but they're they're kind of alternating right now as my background shows. Shit's Creek is my falling asleep show because I always have the yes. TV on when I fall asleep. But Shit's Creek is um, the best. Yeah, yeah. I think but for it's me, just, it, it, go ahead. I I was just gonna say it's just the it was the perfect distract just distraction for what I needed because when I found them I was, I was also that's when my anxiety was like the worst. And anytime I felt incredibly anxious, I would always just put them on and I would just like immediately feel better. So if you need something to distract you during all this craziness, I would highly recommend. It might not be for some people. Like I've had, I've made other people watch it. And for some people, it's like, I don't get it. Like I don't get the humor. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But like most people are just like, oh my God, this is fucking hilarious. I'm obsessed now. Also, just beware. These are two gay men, and they do talk about gay sex. So, if you want to learn about gay sex, listen. If you if it makes you squeamish, and it oh, makes yeah. your Mike Pence tingle, then don't watch it. Um, <laughs> but it's like really, really funny. It takes me back to the days when um, I used to hang out with drag queens all the time. Like all my roommates in Atlanta and Buckhead were all they did queens. They were all drag queens, wanna be drag queens. Uh, one of them was a professional, like worked at Limelight, made bank, oh, wow. made six figures being a drag queen. She was the main hostess, and uh, yeah, so we would give we would do gospel brunch for those of us who had been sort of shut out of the church for all of the various reasons, being queer and whatnot. We would go to gospel brunch, and it was just fellowship and uh, comedy, and we would also sing, you know, Amazing Grace and all the all the tunes that we were used to hearing in the, in the church. We just were doing it with drag and alcohol, um, you know. Every Sunday was communion. So and then there was uh, sex in the parking lot, you know, something to be forgiven about for next Sunday. But I, it kind of takes me back to that. But I also like that it's its own thing and it's very new. So I love it. It's mm-hmm. how I start my day. Mm-hmm. Uh. I mean, they're, both of them are very hilarious. But I, I think what makes it like next level funny is also the over the top editing the editing on that crazy. show is just is ed- that's why crazy. I, just can't, I don't know how. And like, how do you keep this on in the background, dude? Like, I just, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's unabashedly insane. The editing, and I love it. I love it too. At first, I didn't really appreciate them quacking out the um, curse words, and now I live for it. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. I wish. <laughs> well, I have the. I have the Wow Presents Plus app that you can get for three ninety nine a month and get an episode early and uncensored. Oh, um, okay. But no, but they're like because it's like because it's a World of Wonder show and they have a bunch of sponsors. They have to like censor yeah. whatever. Yeah, I feel but, you. Yeah, I wish they didn't. Their earlier episodes, they didn't. Like I think their first thirty or forty episodes, they didn't censor it because they didn't have the same following. But and now they have like fourteen yeah. year olds watching it, or as they were saying in the last episode, twelve year olds, girls. Who's, <laughs> yeah. who's parenting you in the pandemic? <laughs> Probably the parents have given up. They're like, she's in Zoom school all day. Let her let the gay men, you know, talk about like yeah. Clean let her watch the show, the drag queen show. Yeah, about douching. Um, so you don't have a mess. Yeah, figure out what that is. You know, she's getting an education. You she's, learn a lot. You learn a lot. If you want to know about how it works, if you guys are all so curious. Here you go. And you might be turned on. Your pimps may tingle. (laughs) 
Um, yeah. Are we are we in the recommendation part of the podcast? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go for it. So I'm gonna say money heist. I don't think that's what it's called in the original Spanish. I think it's like paper castle. Anyway, money heist just sounds like a bunch of chads named it for Netflix. Uh, but it's wonderful. I I can't watch the dubbed anything version of anything. I watched it in the original Spanish. I, I was just watching it because it was recommended to me by my house guests. And they were like, it's like Mr. Robot. I will not take that as an offense uh, because they are my guests, but it's not like Mr. Robot at all. Uh, they only watched one episode of Mr. Thank Robot. Thank you for reminding me that I need to start my Mr. Robot watch. <laughs> yes. They they know, they knew not what they were saying, and they didn't know they were blasphemous. But um, Money Heist is its <laughs> own fun little thing. I didn't know I was going to be enjoying it. I thought I was, I was making fun of it like Prison Break, like a series called Prison Break. I was yeah. like, how long is this Prison Break? Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like yeah. you know a, a series called Drive Through. I'm like, oh fuck, really? So, but Lone Survivor. Exactly, Lone Survivor. Eight we just seasons of Lone Survivor for you. <laughs> uh, so, so this is what, <laughs> that's not our joke, but it's still a funny one. But the, the I'm, I'm enjoying just kind of I've embraced these characters and I'm having a good time with them. There's also mm-hmm. Utopia that's out on Prime. Um, and it's about a bunch of comic book nerds who get sucked into a very dark scenario out of a Comic-Con situation, and I'm loving it. Ian and I need to get back and watch that, but I'm going to bed at like 9.30, so my watching time is my treadmill time, which is in the middle of the day, so I'm watching things in spurts like a proper middle-aged woman. Next, I'm taking up knitting, um, and I'm going to start complaining about kids on my lawn, But um, and I'm not drinking these days, so... Who knows what's going to happen? Listen, knitting is a good anxiety reducer. I may do it. I may just do it. Keeps the hands and mind busy. I think I'm leaning fucking all the way into it, but I'm still going to be a raging atheist, and I'm still going to be profane. (laughs) So I'm not going to fall all the way into the black hole of middle age. And then also I've been, uh, during my bath time, (laughs) because I am an old bitch, um, Mm. I'm listening to the original Sandman comic by Neil Gaiman. It's a full performance. It's the... Full performance of the Sandman. Um, if you know of Neil Gaiman's work, that's how he kind of became known in the first place as Sandman. So if you're into, if you're looking for an audiobook, um, Sandman's the way to go because you've got James McAvoy, you've got Michael Sheen, you've got some really good voices on there. It's fully performed, highly recommended, worth the price of admission. You don't have to get the audio, uh, the Audible subscription. You can just, I think it's like twenty three dollars, thirty two dollars. It's a lot of money in the pandemic, I realize, but if you if you sp- stretch it out, it's kind of fun. So that's awesome. I'm seeing the the postal person deliver our mail because we moved our mailbox. We have a brand new mailbox. Yeah, that's how middle aged and bored we are in the pandemic. <laughs> uh, that I am is we get a new mailbox and I can look out my window and watch the lady. The mail's come. Yeah, now let's check the weather. <laughs> but I do start my day with ah. Uh, so that's balancing it, it out. Does anybody else have any uh, recommendations? I don't have any TV or movie recommendations. I do have a, um, I guess a hygiene recommendation would be, um, if you haven't done so, two things. Um, change your goddamn bed sheets. Um, that's one. And two, if you haven't done it already, if you go to work and you have that one dedicated water bottle that you take with you every day to work hmm. and you haven't washed it in a week, I would go ahead and do that. <laughs> Because mm. this bitch on the mic right here has neglected to do that for the past week and has had this weird tickling sensation in his throat for the past Uh-oh. week. And he thought it was Rona for three days. But no. it turns out 
there was just a ring of mold on the lid of his water mug and he didn't no, realize it. Oh, you got So save yourself some anxiety and wash uh, your water bottle. You giving yourself water bottle herpes. You need to stop it. Yeah. I would even yeah. go so far as if you do have a dishwasher, put that shit on sanitize every night. Oh yeah. Bleach yeah. that shit. Well, be careful about the wash Don't. the bleach out. Yeah. Don't drink <laughs> Don't the bleach. bleach. Don't be don't be Just put in some some, some dish mm-hmm. soap and vinegar. Dish soap and vinegar. Coffee. Yeah. Bath. But I'm throwing mine out because even that was not enough to save it. No, I just looked down this mold. morning. I was like, oh, fuck. It was like a yeah. pink ring of just mold from the water. I was like, well, well, that's it. Because <laughs> I've been waking up. I've been waking up and I like I cough for like 10 minutes and then like I'm fine. But like it just if when you're in a pandemic and the main symptom is coughing, it's not great for your anxiety. Right, girl. I will not judge you, though. I mean, I know we're all just trying to keep ourselves alive. So I, you know, that's a good tip. I'm that's, just trying know, to stay hydrated. That's life, that's life experience. That's life experience. I'm not going to shame you. That's life that experience. Is. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I used Ian's to. Ian's like this dumb bitch. That's not us. No, like it's years hilarious. ago, I was like, I had long hair for the longest time, and I would wash thoroughly in the shower, right? Or so I thought. Mm-hmm. And then I got a short haircut, right? Mm-hmm. This is years ago, and. I was sitting there in the chair, like going in to get a trim, like after I got this cute new short haircut. And I, the stylist went to answer the phone, and I swung around in the chair, and I saw my dirty upper neck behind my ears. It was just like homeless, dirty. Oh, my God. How did I not notice that or feel that? I mean, how did I not start like a farm? Do I have lice? And then I just, it was a life lesson to be learned. It's like always wash above your ears, inside your ears. You can get staph infection, do you know, inside the rings of your ears. Mm-hmm. All this kind of stuff. And that's why I take a bath. I soak myself like a pot. I'm all about that. <laughs> Old rusty ass fucking pot needs to be soaked, y'all. Because I could get uh-huh. mold on my rings. Just saying. Uh, tell you a little bit about, uh, I want to plug Fancy Tips Beauty on Etsy. Fancy Tips Beauty, all one word. My friend Brittany has this wonderful shop. Her fall sets are in. If you're looking some for some nails, just to be looking good on that Zoom call, go in the grocery store. You know, nobody can see your beautiful lipstick, but they can see your nails as you reach for something and then sanitize your hands. The beautiful thing about these nail sets is you can pop them on and off. You can, like, treat yourself every day. You can re-adhese them, all that kind of stuff. So they're beautiful for this time of the year. She has salt, fall sets are beautiful. I love there's there's deep brown, there's matte brown, there's shiny brown, there's Ooh. oranges, there's there's just foyer. So go there. She's also branching out into lashes. There's a playful lash just for every day, just batting your eyes at the delivery guys from Uber Eats to the UPS guy, the postal guy who wants to die, who's just hating his job. Bat your little eyelashes at him. Uh, and then she also has going out lashes, the club lashes. And hell, we know the living room is the club, but ain't no reason you can't look fine in the living room. Even if you live by yourself, your cat will appreciate it. So that's Fancy Tips Beauty on Etsy. Get yours. It comes with a little setup kit for free with each set, so check it out. Her prices are the bomb and amazing and affordable, even though Mitch McConnell thinks you can live off $100 for six months, you know. You can save up for these. If you're in that case, don't, maybe don't get nails in that particular case. Feed your family. Uh, <laughs> I hope you guys are getting rest. So, do you want to take us out of, out of here? Yeah, I guess. I don't know what. How do you, I don't know how to take us out of here? I've never done. I've before. never known. 
I've never known. Have you, I, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but I've never Oh, that's right. Uh, drink water. I'll just reiterate, change your bed sheets, <laughs> wash your water bottle, and just hang in there. It's just another month. Hopefully it turns out okay. Everything will be fine. We'll see you either next week, in two weeks, or three years. But just know that we love you. Work. <laughs>